Welcome back, guys, to another episode of the Geek Centurions. It's me, your boy, Eli. And I'm here with good old Daniel and Joey, and we're back to talk about the Game Awards. And if you've been around, you guys know that we like to be the game of the night. We like to talk And this is a continuation of what essentially was our last episode where we gave our predictions. Here, we're going to talk about the results. Some of us are right, some of us are wrong. Some of it, as Daniel will elaborate later on, is kind of questionable. We'll have to wait and see. Before we get to that, we're going to talk about some of our key announcements, because the Game Awards always comes out with a big announcement. Announce. We might have all the same one, we might have others, but you know, we'll just go with a quick round of one of our favorites uh, announcements. So Daniel, why don't you start us off? What was one of your favorite uh, game announcements? My favorite announcement is easily hands down the one winged angel himself, the most infamous waifu killer known in the gaming community, uh, Sephiroth being in Super Smash Brothers. Oh yeah, no, I see what you're saying. That was uh, that was a reveal. Because uh, I think uh, the whole time I was like, it's Sora, it's Sora, it's Sora. Oh, it's another an it's another anime based character. What you mean? Like he was from Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> like two of the games. Fair enough. Yeah. Turn my phone again, like last time. <laughs> nah, it, it, he looks like an awesome character, and uh, yeah, a lot of fun. So, Jay, what was one of your biggest favorite announcements of, uh, of the Game Awards? Um, I will say, uh, not necessarily favorite because uh, uh, more so pretty uh, hilarious to me. Is uh, uh, Arc Two a sequel to Arc Survival Evolved, the uh, the game that's like a survival game with dinosaurs and future tech and stuff that has Vin Diesel being like a main character? Like, Somehow, yeah, which is like su it's like the weirdest thing imaginable. Mm. So I mean, I mean, I guess they also announced that they're doing it like an animated series with it as well. I mean. Got, we got to see a, like a clip of it, but yeah, no, it's super weird how that game has gone like that much support considering how buggy the, uh, the like the first game is. I mean, I never played it, but I'll take your word for it. Yeah, I think what mostly surprised me about that was like there was also they also announced an arc animated series. Yeah, yeah the animated series that has like Russell Crowe apparently going to be in it too. Mm -hmm. like a bunch of other people. Yeah, Elliot Page, even Vin Diesel's in there as well. Yeah, so that's just like all kinds of weird. There's a lot of weird in all the areas. Like, I never thought Ark was like that popular. Like, I knew it was kind of big when it was in like like a early access stage, but like I'm like shocked it it, it it you know it has the momentum to make a sequel and an animated series. Super weird. Yeah, it is kind of weird. And speaking of like weird uh, unknown continuations, we also have the continuation of Dragon Age. And while we don't know much about it, it's him up to all time to see Dragon Age going back. Also, probably one of the big announcements that I've seen was uh, the announcement of a new Mass Effect game. Even though a lot of people are kind of like, well, not upset, it's more like Mass Effect. Because all it says, the story continues, and I'm like, okay, well, what, what does that mean? Well, yeah, no, it's it was like the last announcement of the Game Awards. Yeah, 
Um, I, mean, I think it just meant that it's supposed to be like a continuation from uh, Shepard's story, even though he's dead. Okay, see, that makes a little more sense. But yeah, no, it's, it's, yeah, no, I will, I think a lot of people are just sort of like cautiously optimistic because they're like, People have a right to be because uh, uh, the last one, Anthem, was uh, was bad, and then yeah, even before Anthem, there was uh, Andromeda, and then there was like uh, reports of like uh, you know severe crunching where the uh, the employees and devs there were like not they weren't doing too hard. like they were uh, basically like uh, mental issues and all that kind of stuff from the horrible uh, you know you know business practices. Especially with Anthem, because like that one, like I think the only started development, like I think, with uh, one year left before release. Yeah, no, Anthem did not turn out well. Um, but I will say my favorite announcement was uh, Perfect Dark, a new Perfect Dark game, which is on like, wow, a classic from the N64 coming back uh, under Microsoft, which seems kind of a lot of fun, but we know, we'll have to wait and see how that turns out. Yes, and. This is the the quadruple A game that they said that was going to be from Microsoft. Yeah, and I mean I know it's a cinematic trailer, but it looks goddamn good. Yeah, no, I I I I was sort of like, what the hell is this? And then it's like, oh right, Perfect Dark, because I think there were rumors that supposedly there was going to be another Perfect Dark for Series X and stuff. And I was like, and I guess I just figured like they would announce that like i don't know maybe next year but no it is sort of surprising to see uh them come up with that sort of like now yeah it, i mean and considering the rest of the announcements it's kind of a little slow but we got hit with some good ones like you know, like daniel's earlier set um did we mention the evil dead game uh, yeah they brought up uh evil dead game yeah, that, that that looks awesome as an evil dead fan i'm down for that uh perfect guard uh all the stuff that she said and yeah, it's, it's it's a lot of fun. Looks like we're gonna have a good year. Um, now let's get to the categories that we talked about. We didn't get. To, I mean, we didn't mention all the categories that we mentioned. The ones we mentioned about are we will announce uh, about the results. So, Joey, we'll start us off. Um, I'm just gonna go off the list uh, that I found that sort of you know, contextualizes uh, all the uh, award winners pretty easily. Um, I. Uh, for best score and music, which I believe we did talk about, uh, went to Final Fantasy VII Remake. Yeah, we all agreed that it would have been uh, Doom Eternal, and that's a that's a big L for us. I mean, to be fair, it's seven music. So. It's true. Like, uh, as much as I love this, as much as I really love the soundtrack for Doom Eternal, like it was a pretty tough uh, competition with Final Fantasy VII Remake. No, no, I'm with you. I was gonna say if I was gonna get, if I was gonna receive a, an L from for anybody, I would happily pick up a Final Fantasy. Like it's it's one that I'm like I'm not even gonna argue with you. Like it, it could have gone either way. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else we got, Joey? Um, I believe we discussed best action adventure game. Yeah. Which went to The Last of Us Part Two, which will be a recurring trend throughout. <laughs> not all these award so, winners. Yeah, well. And uh, so, what are your thoughts on that one, uh, Daniel? I think who did we choose for that for that game? For that category, I'm trying to remember. Let's see. You said it was action adventure. Yes. Uh, sorry, I'm, I'm trying to break up this whole list. Uh, okay, here, here we go. Uh, 
Who was being nominated to action adventure? Don't worry, we'll bring it up. Yeah, so like it was The Last of Us Part Two, uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, Ori and the Will of the Wisps. That's right, I was Jedi Fallen Order. Mm-hmm. Marvel, Spider-Man, Miles Morales, and Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Yeah, my pick was Star Wars. And I believe my pick was also Star Wars. Uh, I don't remember what I said, but... Uh, to be fair, it was like, we, 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 we did it quickly. I feel like, like you said Ghost of Tsushima. Maybe, yeah, but like... Now thinking about it now, I think I probably would have rooted for Spider-Man as well. We'll go back one of these days. But anyways, um, let's just give our thoughts on the winners. So, Last of Us 2, do you think that was the right choice, Danny? By the way, considering the fact that these are also, these are decided by people slash the judges. So, do you think this, this, this is rightfully deserving? Uh, I can't really say. Uh, this is more like in the genre rather than like everything else itself, but... Uh... Like I said before, I have not played The Last of Us Part Two, so the only basis of the combat I could get, I could just relate to is from the first one. Yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah, I heard it like it's very similar. Uh, the only difference is that now that you play as LA, you have like a little bit more of a movement and different things you can do, like hide under vehicles or like uh, squeeze through, like between like. Slips or anything like the walls or anything like that. Uh, uh, I, I probably would have given it to someone else. Like, I probably would have given it like, to Spider Man or Ghost. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. I, I, I feel like Ghost would have probably taken it. So, Joey, what do you think is uh, who's our next? Uh... Uh, looking down the list, I believe. Uh... By the way, these are not in order, so we're just going off my own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we didn't talk much about the esports stuff. Wait, I, no, I'm pretty sure we talked about... Did we talk about best esports game? We did not. No. no. Uh, skipping all the esports stuff. Uh, because there's really wasn't a whole lot to talk about with that. Uh, best performance. Uh, Laura Bailey as Abby in The Last of Us Part 2, which I, I, I definitely call that one. I think I called that one, too. Okay, I was wrong on that one. I said it was Jen. Or, oh, I forgot. Who was the guy that named Jen? Let me see. So I thought we were gonna go off like the the Game Awards website, but I didn't I didn't see you were getting your own list. No, uh, we're we're getting it from a Reddit post, so because like yeah. okay, and I was I was looking through here because they asked like the other nominees as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, so yeah, I I made my pick for Daisuke uh, Suji, and uh, I was wrong with that one. It turns out I was wrong about uh, the. You know the performer too. I made a mistake where I said like uh, the guy who was voicing the Japanese dub for Jin was Daisuke. Uh, that was wrong. That was actually uh the English voice. So that so yeah. So I never heard his performance once uh, at all. But I'm sure it was great. But Laura Bailey is a great actress. Uh, uh Laura works a lot. I mean. She was amazing as uh, Catherine and Catherine, uh, Rise Kujikawa in Persona 4, and countless other animes that I used to watch back then, like Shin-Chan or anything else. But yeah, like she did a great job, and you know, like I would, I, I could definitely see her winning, and you know, she won, so uh, she did a great job of earning that award. Yeah. Yeah. 
He's like, uh, he's been in the voice acting business for a long time, so. Yeah, and like DBZ, yeah, so he's, he's been around for a while, so, you know, seeing her, you know. Yeah, like, she has a very long history and resume and everything. Uh, yeah, she definitely, like, has the props and everything. Yeah, she's still voicing characters, because she's, she's the main voice for Black Widow in a lot of games and TV. Yeah. So you know that she's she's worked her ass off. Her and her husband, uh, Travis Winningham, one of the best voice actors I've seen. Yeah, like, like, no, I was just going to say, like, uh, I did feel bad for Laura because, like, ever since The Last, Last of Us 2 came out, she'd been receiving death threats over her, her character, Abby, and I, like, that, that really sucked for her. Yeah, we'll talk about that as, uh, as we go. Yeah, right. That's, that is an important note to talk about uh, when, when we get close to the end of yeah, so the next one I have on the list was Best Ongoing Game, which went to No Man's Sky. Uh, Joey lost three peeps. Well, to be fair, you agreed with me on the Fair enough. Right? So, you know, I, I was definitely sort of like, it's Fortnite, pe people are going to vote for it. Like, a bunch of a bunch, the preteens will vote for Fortnite because they have the power, and I was wrong this time. And I'm gonna do it right now. You are not upset about being wrong. Neither am I. Yeah, no, you know I. I just thought it'd be very funny if Fortnite won a third time. But uh, I mean, you know, uh, the uh, No Man's Sky community really has enjoyed uh, No Man's Sky. You know. Yeah, I called it. I told you. I mean, uh, yeah, they fall in for grace, and they rose back up like the Phoenix, and. You know, like, uh, Hello Games, they're not, like, a beloved uh, game studio right now. I, They are working on another game right now uh, that's going to be released on Nintendo Switch. I don't know if it'll be coming out to other platforms as well. But, yeah, they, they totally, uh, you know, worked their ass off on No Man's Sky, making it the game that it is right now. And seeing it going strong even now, it's, it's amazing. I mean, I'll, I'll say this. I, I haven't seen a lot of the updates and stuff, including how they're making a next-gen update for the new consoles. I am kind of interested in getting No Man's Sky. Yeah. It's at a decent price right now, too. Yeah, so, you know, like, and a lot of the content is, like, re-updates and stuff, so, yeah, I, I will I will say that. I, I I am interested in, like, playing it over the years now, so, yeah. Yeah, like, they owned up to their mistakes, and, um, you know, they made it what the game is now, and people are loving it. Right. All right, yeah. All right, Joey, who's our next uh, winner? Uh, for best art direction, Ghost of Tsushima was the winner. Uh, which, uh, uh, I got it wrong. Yeah, I think I went for Final Fantasy VII Remake. Yeah, that's, yeah, I went with that because I was assuming that a lot of people just saw it. I was going game. with the, the clear underdog with storyline and the little of the witch because I really love that art style and, uh, I was wrong. And Daniel, you, it seems like you got it right again. Yeah, uh, recall it. I was Ghost. Like I said, they did their research so much into like the uh, to the Japanese culture and everything that uh, they even went into like some parts of its culture where like most Japanese um, people wouldn't be aware of themselves. So like the amount of work they put into you know like um, with everything in the game, it's uh, you know, it's insane. So like I, like I said they would win uh, for the work, and they did. Yeah. All right. Joey, who's our next winner? 
for best action game, Hades, which, uh, who were the contenders for that again? I know that Doom was one of them, off yeah. the top of my head. Um, I think The Last of Us was in that one as well. No, it was it was Hades, Doom Eternal, Streets of Rage 4, Half-Life Alex, and Neo 2. I think I'm pretty sure we all went Doom. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we all went Doom. Yeah. That caught me off guard, because like, I thought Doom would have won in that one. Yeah, I mean, that's going to be a, a common thing for Doom. So you think they won, but they didn't. Yeah, I mean, it's a nice pickup for Hades, though, being an independent game and all. And so they're winning in that category against all those, you know, like, uh, like games. Well, I guess Street, Streets of Rage 4 will probably be, I guess, like a similar contender to that. But yeah, I think uh, Hades was kind of like seen as a bit of an underdog in that category. And winning is, you know, all, all, all pretty solid for them. Yeah, like seeing them like win these kind of awards right now, it actually makes me want to go check them out, uh, check the, uh, the game out now. All right, so who's the next uh, winner? All right, for best VR AR game, Half Life Alex, which was no surprise, I believe I called it. I mean, it's Val. Val. I say it's Walgreens. I'm not surprised I lost to Val. Yeah, like. Like I told you, like I played all of these other VR games on my PlayStation, and I I knew that even though I never played it, Half Life Alex will win. It's just the Half Life hype. Prestige, man. Yeah, you know, the, the Valve Prestige wins you awards. Yeah, like, I mean, Half Life's back, the G Man, uh, VR, and everything. It's awesome. Now, if only they made Half Life 3, That's they would win all the awards. Okay, let's not get ahead of ourselves now. Best Family Game, Half Life 3. Best Sports Game, Half Life 3. Shut up, you. <laughs> Too damn long, it wins everything. We don't care if it's a buggy mess. It wins everything. Okay. That's the moment, uh, what's his name, the, 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 the owner of Valve? Uh, one of my friends says, the moment he announces Half-Life 3, he turns the Yeah, Gabe Newell. <laughs> yeah, he turns the desk the moment he announces it. Alright, so best sports racing game went to Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2. Daniel called that one. Like, Daniel's on a roll today. I believe, I feel like we all agree that it would probably be Tony Hawk, though. Yeah, we all we all give our own different opinions. Like, I, I gave it to uh, You gave it to Dirt 5. I gave it to Dirt 5. Uh, I mean, I can give a quick summary of why Tony Hawk wins. Tony Hawk is a remastered fun skateboarding game. NBA 2K21. Uh, let's say, I don't know, like, uh, loot boxers or whatever they call it in the uh, in the, uh, 2K. FIFA 21, same thing. Uh, F1 2020. I never, I don't know anything about the game, so I can't roast it. And Dirt Five, it's like from what I hear, it's actually a really good racing game, so I can't roast that one either. But yeah. All right. So who's the next winner? Uh, let me just come over here. Uh, did we talk about most anticipated game? No, I don't think we did. No, we did not. But I think that was a uh, Elden Ring. Elden Ring, which sadly we did not get announced. Which it was pretty funny because uh, Jeff Gilly was like, "There, I said it, Elden Ring, and uh, no announcement for Elden Ring." Like the fact that he brought up Elden Ring means that it's real. We just gotta keep looking. But sadly, like the rest of the A Song of Ice and Fire books, 
we're not gonna get it because George Ormond did something wrong. Yeah. So, all right. Dragons are coming. Does you wait? Yeah. The best narrative <laughs> went to The Last of Us Part Two. Who were the nominees for that? Uh, it was the same nominees, I believe, for a uh, game of no, not like I lied. It was uh, Ghost of Tsushima, Hades, Palm Henderson remake, and Thirteen Sentinels: Ages Rim. I think I said seven. I went with Ghost. Um, like I said before, I've actually played uh, Thirteen Sentinels. I probably would have given it to Dab, but I haven't, so I can't uh, say Thirteen. I will. I mean. We'll, we'll talk about this when we get to the game award, the, the winner of the game award mm-hmm. for, for narrative. I believe they also went with Final Fantasy VII, so yeah, I, I, I definitely uh, did not pick the right horse in that race. Which, by the way, isn't that supposed to be coming out for other consoles next year? Which one? Um, yeah, I, I'm not sure when is it coming out, but yeah, they didn't say it was like forever exclusive. It was more of a time exclusive. Yeah, alright, so next game... Uh, games for Impact, which we discussed. Uh, tell me why. Yeah, I got that right. I honestly don't remember uh, what game I picked for that. I think I may have gone with your uh, uh, pick, but I, again, it was a category that I wasn't very. Yeah, it was a category. With. It was a category that we weren't that interested. Yeah, uh, my pick was Spiritfarer. Um, so I was wrong. But it's cool because uh, I think Erica Lindbeck is in Tell Me Why, so like I like her work, so yeah, so it's good that her, the game she was in went. Yeah, so best multiplayer game, uh, which I was wrong, I'm pretty sure, was Among Us. Yeah, like, I was wrong too. Uh, I went with Animal Crossing. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's good for you know that 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 team, right? Because they're very small, and obviously when they won, they were like very excited about it. Uh, I mean, it beat out Wars Call of Duty Warzone, which you know, like that is impressive. Like, right? football guys, but either way, I'm pretty sure I got win. Yeah, and also you know, violent ball. Yeah, it was a pretty stacked category, but I mean, just seeing how popular that game is on like. And the excitement from the developers was so amazing. It's so, it's so good. It's so wholesome. Yeah, yeah, very, very, very wholesome. So uh, let's go to the next one I have on this list. Uh, best indie game in Hades, which I, I don't think surprised I, I me. I don't, I don't think that surprised any of us. Like, yeah. like, it kind of surprised me because, like, uh, uh, I like Splunky a lot. Uh, I know a lot of people like Splunky a lot, but yeah, like yeah, but like uh, seeing Hades win. Uh, I know I heard of, I heard of Hades before. I just never realized like uh, yeah, actually people really liked it a lot. So yeah, I, I uh, good job to the team behind Hades. Yeah, they won two awards, which is you know pretty good for an independent game. Yeah. The best audio design, The Last of Us Part Two, which we all got wrong again. Yeah, because we all went for Doom. And going, checking, seeing the the gameplay for um, Last of Us Two, I, it's an, it's a it's it's someone I don't mind losing to. Yeah, no, I mean I think I mentioned it before in, uh, in the last question. I think uh, having 
yeah, like that the thing the game Last of Us Part Two is a solid very sort of immersive sort of game with all the sound it does, right? Especially because, you know, you have to be constantly hearing for like the weird plant zombies and stuff. So, you know, it, 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 it's, it's a lot of good, uh, they put a lot, I feel like they did put a lot of work in their sign on your design. I guess so. Uh, this one I would actually like go more towards uh, Doom Eternal and not Last of Us. Uh, the amount of like work they go into, um, you know, making all the audio designs in that game, it's it's crazy. Like I still remember in the first Doom to replicate some of the exploding demons. What they do is like they cover uh, a slab of meat and honey and blow on it with a vuvuzela and stuff. But yeah, uh, I mean, again, I never played The Last of Us too, so uh, I wouldn't know what to go by with with their audio design. So I mean, if it's justified, I guess it's justified. But I don't know. I'm more leaning it toward Doom. I think Doom should have won that one. Yeah, we're going to be repeating that a lot today. Yeah, alright. So next, uh, award. Best RPG, Final Fantasy VII Remake. No surprise there. Yeah, honestly, no surprise. Like, uh, it, it definitely uh, probably has that spot uh, locked down, locked down. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean, Persona 5 had already won... Uh, uh, best uh, RPG back when it first came out. Yeah, like, yeah, I was, I was kind of thinking uh, Persona 5 will win again because, uh, I mean, it's just a great game. It was getting like tens from almost every media outlet from there. But uh, yeah, it's kind of amazing to see Yakuza like a dragon because I think this is the first time uh, Yakuza ever got nominated for any kind of awards. But I mean, like, I. Definitely fine with a uh, with a pick here because uh, I love uh, Final Fantasy, I love Persona, and I, I am a big fan of Yakuza. So seeing all of them get nominated there, so uh, it, it makes me happy enough. Yeah. So, uh, best sim slash strategy game, Microsoft Flight Simulator, which I definitely called. And that's Daniel. I think you called that one too, didn't you? Yeah, I said Microsoft uh, Flight Simulator. I mean, like, not not for nothing, uh, you know, like, it's just that, like, Microsoft Flight Simulator just looks very free. Oh, no, you're right, you're right, and it's coming for Xbox uh, later this year? Next or? year. Yeah, this coming summer. Yeah, that makes sense. It's not a bad game. I was wrong. I said Gears Tactics, but that's uh, it, uh, uh, I think it looked like a good game. If it wasn't going to be a next one, it would have been Gears Tactics. Thankfully, I mean, it's it's still a win for the Xbox. Mm-hmm. Um, I I'm pretty sure we didn't really talk much about the Player's Voice Award, uh, but Ghost of Tsushima won that one. Yeah, which I mean, you know, that's that's sort of a more like purely popular popularity vote of like Gauntlet stuff. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, it, yeah, Ghost of Tsushima obviously like tons of people liked it, so. It's you know it's the people's vote you know yeah all right let's see the next one Jay. all right so best fighting game uh, Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate so I was wrong I was, I was right by the way the way they revealed that was so cheesy I honestly expected like one of two things with uh, uh, Ralph Macchio yeah it was Ralph Macchio and the act the, the Japanese actor from Vertigo Part Two. 
Yeah, so, so they were announcing Best Fighting Game, which, yeah, I guess because they were in a random movie about Lottie and stuff. Uh, I picked uh, Grand Blue uh, Fantasy Versus, which I felt was probably the only decent contender in terms of new, but of course, uh, anime fighters don't win anything. Uh, Wait till those begin. <coughs> Hopefully. You know, like, listen, all right? There's no fighting games possibly in contention in the next year. No way. No. No. Yeah. That would be pretty amazing. But, uh, yeah, I believe you picked Street Fighter Five. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, Daniel picked Mortal Kombat 11, which, I mean... Again, that's a male you don't, you don't mind picking. Yeah, no, because it's... Looking at all of the stuff that Mortal Kombat 11 has done... Especially with all the DLC characters and all that stuff, and having a pretty well balanced story mode, you know, it's sort of the perfect package for 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 a fighting game. It's just that you know, the Mortal Kombat style of you know gameplay. gameplay then you're kind of just like, yeah. I forgot to bring this up last time too, but like, uh, I do like the new system, the way they work, uh, with under like enhanced moves or defense moves. Like instead of having like to fight and build your meter up over. Uh, the duration of the match, they just uh, reload as you play, uh, regardless. So like, it's just a, a strategy of whether should I enhance this, you know, or, you know, extend my combos, or you know, should I just play it safe? And same with a defense move, where like you can just uh, sacrifice a defense bar for like, you know, to cancel out a combo from uh, your opponent's attack or something like that. But yeah, like MK deserved it in uh, day one. Yeah. And what's our next winner doing? Um, games with best accessibility. Uh, Last of Us Part Two, which I I, I I called that one. Yeah. What was the other category? I think another one was uh... Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Grounded, Hype Root, and uh, Watch Dogs Legion. I think I gave it to Grounded. Yeah, I, I gave it to Grounded too because again, we weren't really aware of what these games did uh, for accessibility until the Game Awards, you know, came out and announced it. Like. I think for Assassin's Creed, you know, there's subtitles to let you know it's like uh, you can hear like the rattles of your enemies like chains or something like that, so you know they're close. Uh, grounded, we already said just like our arachnophobia meter, where the the more you increases, uh, you know, the more goofy looking the spiders are, so they don't look like real spiders. Yeah, which I mean, honestly, when they showed how the example of how that worked, I was like very sort of like, oh, that's really interesting. And yeah, so Last of Us Part Two, which basically made it easier for you to do yourself and get fights and all that stuff. Yeah, I think they just highlighted like the enemies, like the red ones or the hostile ones, and I think maybe the blue is your ally. Um, Honestly, I feel like um, Grounded could have easily won. I don't, I don't blame them for for Last of Us Part Two because it helps people who just want to get go with the story and don't want to. Like either way, these games uh they made a they made it where you know more people can get in, make it more accessible, make it more playable for everyone else, and I think that's the more important thing that more people can actually you know play these games actually have fun like with uh with the rest of us. Yeah, yeah. What's the next category doing? Uh, best mobile game, uh, Among Us, which I uh, I sadly did not call. I, I called Among Us. Listen. Genshin Impact on mobile, you know, that's pretty, that's, that's pretty crazy. I'm just saying it's, I mean, it is amazing. I mean, 
you can even share accounts with uh, your PS4 or Nintendo Switch counterpart. So you can play it on your Switch or your PS4. And then if you're you know, outside, I mean, Nintendo Switch, you need an internet for that. There's no 3G or anything built into it. So that's why you have your phone with you. So, uh, yeah, I'll, get, I'll give it that. Like, and as far as I'm aware, I think they all have like the same experience, regardless, you know, you know, what uh, platform you're on to still play the same and everything. Yeah, it's it's just you know, yeah. I'm just gonna assume it's because it's you know a gotcha game that well, people are fine with just watching ads instead of having to pay hundreds of dollars to get that one character they want. I mean, I see how how far gotcha games can get. I saw like a guy spend like three grand uh, buying iTunes gift cards for a specific game, and he still didn't get the character he wanted. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's it's uh, it's the it's the life of of the gotcha. Once it, I mean, you, get, you know, it's literally in the name, they getcha. They gotcha. They gotcha. They gotcha. They gotcha wallet. They gotcha. I mean, if you're really trying to get a PNG picture of uh of your favorite character, why not just go to Google Images and just uh, copy and you know from there? It doesn't feel the same, Daniel. It feels you know you, you just found it on the internet. It feels it, it, it's it's the gambler's dilemma. <laughs> I think right. That's what it is. Yeah. I'm, I'm just trying to justify my, my, my. Yeah, my... No, Listen, I haven't spent money on Fire Emblem. Like, do we need an intervention? Do we need to talk? Don't need an intervention. I haven't spent. I may have spent five dollars. That was like year one. All right. Like that's how it starts. That's how it starts. That's was with me with Overwatch. Okay, I'll buy maybe one loot box, and then there's a characters get I want. Overwatch loot boxes than fucking mobile gotcha games. <laughs> So, you know, the Mercy skins were definitely, you know, just let me buy the skins directly, Blizzard, please. That's all you want. That's not how we make a lot of money. You gotta get it randomly. League does it perfectly fine, and they're like one of the biggest games uh, in the world, like, alright? I like how this all into it. I'm sorry. <laughs> switch, you know, switch it on Blizzard. Listen, I'm just saying, right? Blizzard clearly they wanted part of the esports money they should have followed League of Legends. That's why Overwatch League is bad. <laughs> We're bad. I mean, I, I wouldn't get that. I mostly follow stuff like Combo Breaker and Evo and, you know, so on. Alright, back on track. Best game direction. Let's uh, take a wild guess. The Last of Us Part 2. Wow, that's so shocking. And who was the other ones for the... So the other nominees were Final Fantasy VII Remake, Ghost of Tsushima, Hades, Half-Life Alex, and then Tsushima those. Tsushima or Final Fantasy VII? I'm going to Ghost with that one, because again, with by same reasoning behind um, for best art, but... Uh... Okay. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah, I believe I won the Ghost. Uh, but yeah, no, obviously, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, it's a pretty, uh, big pick for a game like that. Yeah. Alright, so, last game, the, you know, the game of the year, as chosen by, uh, the Game Awards, uh, The Last of Us Part 2. So, yeah. And, and we didn't mention... Well, we gave an, an idea of who we were more more leaning to, that we didn't really give a, uh, give the idea who, who would win the game of the year, because like as I said, I think I said it in the video uh, in the last episode, 
that really anyone can win it. Um, it's Last of Us 2, which, and this is where majority of our conversation is going to be on whether or not The Last of Us 2 deserved it. Because the moment it was announced that Last of Us 2 won Game of the Year, um, very mixed reactions at that I called it too, like, regardless of what happens, people will be mad. Yeah, and uh, earlier we talked about this narrative, and obviously now has been a certain amount of time for, since the last of those two released, so we can talk about the narrative. Um, the narrative itself was very split. Yeah, I believe that was sort of, it, it's, it, it's like the one thing I feel like makes you either love the game or hate the game. Yeah. And whether or not we were for the game or not, it has caused a lot of backlash. As Daniel said earlier, Laura Bailey, who played a character who was essential to the story and has done some stuff that really not a lot of people were okay with, made her receive a lot of hate. And hate that really isn't her fault. It's not, and I wish people would really understand it. Uh, some people have a hard time, you know, uh, differentiating it, but the actor is not the same as the character that they play. Exactly. And what really, I mean, I'll be honest, when this, when it was revealed that Last of Us 2 won, I wasn't really that shocked, that upset, that angry. I was just like, all right. Sounds about, I mean, Better than no one, I guess. Mm-hmm. What was your reaction to it? Uh, I kind of had a little bit of hope in, in, in me. Like, uh, in my heart, I said Doom. In my mind, it said Ghost. They were both wrong. And, uh, like, yeah, I saw I saw it coming. Uh, but uh, I'm most mostly concerned with the fact that Doom didn't want, win a single thing rather than um, the Last of Us didn't, uh, you know, it won Game of the Year. I mean, I have my own, like, uh, reason as to why I think Doom Eternal probably didn't win. It basically sums up, like, it came out, it was, like, one of the first ones to come out to be considered Game of the Year. But that, I mean, like, it came out really early. Um, which, for me, makes it super easy for some other game to outshine it as we get closer to the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's always been my theory. And I'm not really that upset with it. Um, yeah, but, I'll, I'll, let you, I'll go ahead, Daniel. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's like same here. Like, again, like, instead of, like, focusing on why did The Last of Us win Game of the Year, I was more like, how did Doom didn't win a single award in, in the other categories? But, but yeah. Yeah, uh, for me, I, I think I had a very... Uh, it was a more sort of, like, a... Well... Yeah, that that makes sense, kind of reaction. I think I remember in the last video, I was sort of like, oh, would it be neat if uh, the game of the year was Animal Crossing? You know, it's sort of a lighthearted, fun game that sort of just brought a lot of people together in, you know, these sort of uh, current times. Uh, but, you know, they think the, the last was picked, which I guess for me doesn't truly surprised me because I feel like The Last of Us Part 2 definitely sort of 
leans in hard into I think what a lot of sort of video game award stuff like to be like to be they, they sort of like try to be like a better Oscar in a weird way so the uh, the more grounded realistic gritty games uh, with, with that sort of storytelling I guess sort of take the uh, will take the game of the year award because for them it's like oh this isn't just a video game it's an experience or something like that which is sort of like um, like I understand that but at the same time like it, 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 I don't know it's 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 interesting it, it feels weird because of the backlash that Last of Us received this almost feels like a backlash to that backlash for a lot of people the amount of awards that Last of Us 2 has won. Like, this narrative, a lot of people felt like the narrative was really not that great, so why did it win Best Narrative? The narrative was crap. Why did it, bring, what did it, why did it win Best Direction? It should have been Ghost of Tsushima, or it should have been, like Daniel said earlier, it should have been Doom Eternal. And let's face it, for some, for some of us, that hate did come from a place of, you know, negativity towards it I think this is my opinion of the story I think it's not a terrible idea of the story I think it was just formatted in a way that wasn't the best idea mm-hmm. because if you look at like the formula well not the formula but like the idea of the story that's fine it's there's nothing wrong with the revenge story it's a lot of people say like oh it's been done but yeah, we still like to watch revenge story yeah Mind. Like literally, look, go back to the Greek age. Greek age is a bunch of revenge stories. Right. It's just how you present it, and I think the way you presented this one was not great. I don't think it was done in a way that felt deserving. It felt very cheap, and I get that. But at the same time, we can't deny that it's at least an engaging story because those that people say it wasn't an engaging story, yeah. You guys wanted to kill Abby so bad, it'll, that's, a, you know, that's to be funny, but, you know, it bled into real life. Yeah. Like, if that doesn't tell you how invested you were in this game, I don't know what does. I'm not trying to sound funny. I'm not trying to make light of the situation. But, you know, it's a story that was resonating, that resonated with people. It just resonated in a very negative way. If I'm making any sense, or you want to correct me, go ahead. No, I think uh, no, I think I get what you're saying with, with sort of how like it, obviously like the, the the story itself meant like, at least the story of the first game meant something to a lot of people. And seeing how that story continues in the Last of Part Two, obviously some people were like, "Oh, this is an interesting take. This is an interesting direction." You know, like, what have they done? Why would you do this kind of thing? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, I mean, obviously, yeah, a, a, a game sort of would have a story that's compelling enough to, like, have you sort of have these emotions and stuff, you know. It, 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 it just came out in, like, the worst way because it was directed in a, in a way that didn't like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah I definitely Um, Do you have any, anything to say, Daniel? Um, yeah, okay. I might have a few things. So, like, even though I never played The Last of Us to myself, uh, I was aware of some uh, certain plot of, um, 
you know, plot points that happen in the story. Uh, yeah, um, as a guy that's really indifferent, I'll, I actually wouldn't mind if they go, like, taking a, a risk in their story like they just uh, did for The Last of Us 2. But uh, <clears throat> uh, I just feel like it probably could have been executed better because, uh, again, if you want to go ahead and make a story of that revenge is bad and everything, uh, that's fine. Uh, you want to go ahead and kill off a specific character. That's also fine. But, uh, yeah, I think, um, it could have done, been done a little bit better. But, yeah, but as far as I know, like, uh, that's how the story went and uh, not much we could do about it. Plus, uh, yeah, I think the fact that, the whole story got leaked before uh, the game even got released. I think like two or I don't know, I don't know how long until the game came out, like maybe one or two months before it came out. That kind of damaged it a lot more with the uh, with the player's view of the game. So all I can say is like maybe it would have been treated differently if uh, the leaks never came out in the first place. That I'm. Um, Maybe it wouldn't get as much hate as before. I could be wrong. I mean, but yeah, like having the uh, the entire story of the game um, leaked early definitely, um, you know, damage increased the the, hate, the hatred and um, the mal malevolence that occurred, you know, throughout the year against the Last of Us. So maybe if it did came out uh, without any leaks or anything like that, maybe it wouldn't receive as much hate. Yeah, and like I think that's the thing, man. There's though the way it was presented to us was the thing that made it people really upset. And I think that's why it was such a backlash to the fact that they won game of the year because then all the all the emotions that people had with this game so that seeing it win something that and I said this before in the past video, any one of them deserved it. It didn't have it wasn't just um you know, it wasn't just those Zima, Doom Eternal. All the games that were nominated really deserve each one of them. Honestly, if they were now, if Doom Eternal won, I would have been happy. Those Zima won. I didn't play that game, but I would have been like, that's cool. And any of the games that won, I would have been that's cool. Even Last of Us 2. I'm not surprised, but you know, it's cool. I mean, like, all of these games, they got something going on for them. Again, like, Doom with its soundtrack and its, uh, you know, fast-paced action gameplay. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima, again, with its art direction and its atmosphere and its work on trying to be, uh, you know, like, a really interesting and fun uh, samurai game. And, and again, uh, The Last of Us, you know, being, uh, you know, the Last of Us, you know, like, again, like, with so much work, you know, put into it, make it look like a very nice game. Um, again, like, it could actually look like a motion picture if you, if you wanted it to be. Yeah. yeah, so, like, again, like, all these ga games, they have something going on for everyone. And I think that no matter what, I think we were going to get a negative reaction to the awards because of it. Because I, I, already, I already saw comments being, like, worse than the Oscars. Um, yeah. Yeah, like uh, it was rigged and everything like that. And I don't think it was rigged. I think it's. I, I think it was a decision made, you know, with with the right intention. Um, 
a lot of people are like blaming the judges and media like GameSpot, uh, IGN, and all of this stuff for like because that's some of the that's where some of the judges are from, right? Uh, yeah, I believe they are. So the prominent uh, members of the gaming journalism in media. Yeah, and they're the ones that like dictate who wins because of the judges. And I think they said as well that only ten percent of the players' voice count towards like uh to what who will win. Like pretty much like ninety percent of it that's from like um the judges themselves. Yeah. Uh, Jared, you got anything to say? Um. Yeah. It's. I definitely think that uh, you know, it is sort of like understandable why some people were sort of upset. I mean. I mean, it happens all the time. At, I mean, with the Oscars, um, that there will be like some sort of movies that people will be like, "That's bullshit." Why would that win Best Picture or whatever? I mean, it's a whole contentious debate of like how a lot of like big motion, big motion picture blockbusters uh, don't usually get nominated for like Best Picture stuff. Like, uh, I know Black Panther and like uh, Max Max Fury Road were nominated for Best Pictures during their time, but they didn't win because uh, there are, you know, like other sort of like what people would consider to be more artsy kind of films. Uh, Mark Scorsese level films. Yeah, like would usually sort of win those sort of things. Um, and yeah, it's obviously like I think it's sort of a similar thing here. Probably that's where I think some of the backlash is coming from. Sort of uh, in terms of like, uh, oh, they do Eternal was robbed, this Junior was robbed, Hades was robbed, or whatever. Because I think, yeah, I do think the judges have do have a little bit of a bias in terms of like wanting these cinematic uh, sort of video games. I mean, um, if I can think off the top of my head, I know God of War definitely had one game of the year back in 2018. Although, granted, it, it beat out uh, Red Dead 2, which. I think would be considered a very sort of cinematic, like story driven. Oh, wow. Oftentimes, a little too cinematic. In my opinion. Yeah, very into realism kind of game, being beaten out by God of War, which also goes down a bit of that cinematic route, but also sort of you know keeps itself to that uh, like action orientated uh, com- combat and gameplay. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it. There, I think there is a bit of a, a bias for the game awards whenever it comes to stuff like that. Okay. I mean, I'll say this, and I've said this about even about like stuff like the Oscars, Emmys, or whatever. They they don't dictate what you consider to be the best film or game of the year. Daniel, I mean, for you, I mean, what yours was Ghost of he's either Ghost of Shima or Tsushima. I mean, like, my guess was uh, it was going to be Ghost for Tsushima, but again, uh, that was personally my game of the year that was on this list. That was Doom Eternal. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you have your own idea of what a game of the year is. I know, like, don't get me wrong, I love Doom Eternal, but there are aspects of it for myself that I'm like, I don't see it being my game of the year. And that's fine. There's aspects I feel like it's a little lacking. That's my own personal preference. It's kind of also the same reason why, you know, I'm not mad that, say, Mad Max Fury Road or or Black Panther or Hell 
still gets me. Logan wasn't nominated for Best Picture. Mm-hmm. For me, that was like my movie of the year when that came out. Like, good lord, I almost cried that movie. And if you want to go with the Game Awards example, I the year that Breath of the Wild won, I loved Breath of the Wild, but I didn't see it being like game of the year in my personal opinion. I kind of saw Mario Odyssey be more that. And yet, Breath of the Wild won, and I'm like, that's that's fine. I mean, personally, I would feel like Mario Odyssey, and that, and because there's always moments within a game that resonate with you the most. Mm-hmm. The Mario Odyssey, it was the jump up superstar moment. Where you, you go into that little pipe and you recreate the. Uh, yeah, like Donk City, you know, everything's all 8 bit while Pauline is singing in the background. Yeah, and like you have these moments of reminding you of like all the old Super Mario games and also like the Donkey Kong, the first Donkey Kong game. And it's just like, oh my god, this is touching my childhood. In ways that I'm like, I haven't had in a while. Yeah. I was like, you know what? This is my game of the year. Because I never, I, I, you know, I rarely do I ever feel like kind of an emotion, especially gaming. And seeing that, like, you know, this is my game of the year. That was yeah. my moment. I was like, this is my game of the year. For this year, you know, I'm probably going to give it to something like, you know, Doom Eternal, because, like, that's probably, because, you know, we're kind of lacking on the game this year. It was still a pretty good game. Mm-hmm. Now, that should never take away from what people feel about what they feel. Like just because Last of Us Part Two won doesn't mean that that is the definitive game of the year. Because chances are, other games probably won. Yeah. I mean, how many times? Do, how many? How many times you go to a game to like to buy a new game and you see a game that didn't win Game of the Year but has Game of the Year? Award or whatever, something like that. Almost never, and most of the time, like games, they just put themselves like Game of the Year edition, regardless if they won or not. Exactly my point. Because <laughs> the other day I saw like Spider Man Game of the Year edition. I'm like, but it didn't win Game of the Year at the Game Awards. Yeah, like, yeah, like the only time I ever seen like, uh, you know, a game put down, like, it won an award from the Game Awards, was Devil May Cry 5 Special Edition. That's about it. And for, and if and even if it didn't win an award from that, it most likely would have went to, like, another, um, you know, another, uh, you know, award-like thing. For example, like, I think the Golden Joystick or something else like that. It would have went with that and put that on their box instead. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, Different like uh, outlets, different opinions, and everything like that. Uh, again, it's just one place. It's just like uh, with fighting games. I mean, yeah, there's Evo, but that's not the definitive place. There's other places where you can enter tourneys. Combo Breaker, um, the one that reminds me of wrestling. What they call CEO. CEO. Yeah, CEO. Yeah, just because it just it, you know Last of Us Two won here, it's not an offense. It's rather it's people who view it in a way that makes sense to them. And it's a and like I said, none of us have fully experienced the last of us two. But from word of mouth and people who actually we can already tell it's one, it's either a negative game for some. It's also a positive game for others. Really it's a game that that should be celebrated for what it has done. And that's what 
you're here to do. Granted, maybe at some point the Game Awards end up being too much like the Oscars, but at the same time, they the Game Awards sort of um, acknowledge the fans. We have the player's choice, sort of, with the player's... Player's voice. Player's voice. And they're like, well, see what should have won. They acknowledged it. Yeah, like, we recognized that we wanted uh, Ghost of Tsushima to win, and they let us, they let the audience know that we, that, that's what we picked. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like, when, has the Oscars ever done something like that? No, I think it's to make a category that's, like, for the big blockbuster movies, or whatever, it was like, uh, I don't know, I forget the name of the category. It was popular films on that? Yeah, and it did not go over well. It was more sort of like, you're just pandering. This isn't, we, we don't even get a choice here. You were just going to pick whatever what you want anyway, kind of thing. At least here, yeah, there is some form of, like, player input. Mm-hmm. Like, audience input. I mean, yeah, the audience may not have as much power as they would like, or whatever. There at least is some sort of input of, like, for some people being like, yeah, but for us, like, for, I guess for us who watch the new awards or whatever, you know, Ghost of Tsushima is our pick. I mean, sure, the judges will pick Last of Us Part 2, but for us, it was Ghost of Tsushima for X and Y reasons. Yeah, you know what? Maybe the game you thought was, that was game of the year, maybe it wasn't even nominated at all. I mean, yeah. I mean, for example, like, as much as I wanted Doom Eternal to win that award, uh, or, or any other award, uh, Persona Five Royal was my personal game of 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 the year for 2020, and it got best RPG, but it didn't get game of the uh, game of the, it wasn't nominated for game of the year like it did back in 2017 alongside Breath of the Wild, Mario Odyssey, and so on. And Joey can talk for hours as to why Three Houses deserved that. Well, I mean, listen, it won best uh, strategy game, I think, or RPG or whatever uh, last year, which I'm fine with. I was going to more or less say, at least for this year, where was Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition? That Xenoblade is like like a true, like, crazy, like... I mean, it's a remaster, not a full-on remake like Resident Evil 2 last year. I know that, but still, it would at least be a nice gesture, right? Because I'm pretty sure that game didn't get any nominations when it first came out on the Wii. Yeah, like... We released on the 3DS, you know? Deserve some recognition. Yeah. Even Xenoblade Chronicles 2 didn't get any recognition. And we're not saying that these games, there are games that don't deserve it. Everyone has their own preference and choice. Basically, our point is there are many games that we love that aren't recognized, but we love to talk about it. We love to share, you know, the gameplay, the story, or whatever it is with each other to our friends or people on the internet or anything else like that. Yeah. Like, here's the thing. I understand that for some people, this is a blatant slap in the face that Last of Us 2 won. And yet, there are still people that support it. And there's still people that want us, that are happy to see it win. Just because you feel that it does not represent what the game of the year is, doesn't hinder what you want, what you know game of the year is to be. I mean, like I said before, Jim Eternal for me, maybe my game of the year, but at the same time, you know, I feel like it really doesn't, not that it doesn't deserve it, but I feel like it's lacking in some areas for me to call it a game of the year. But if that should give me a year, that should give me the year, man, I ain't got to get away from you. Yeah, again, 
again, like, it's your opinion. We can't change it. We have our own shit opinions, and you can't change that either. Listen, man, I'll still listen to the soundtrack every day. I go I go out for a run listening to that soundtrack and such. And, and honestly, I think it's because it feels like it feels like there are people that are because it's something like the journalist, it feels like they're against us. They really they're not against us. I doubt they're against us. Like, I mean, I get there's a whole disconnect. Like they, I don't like, for example, they can't play games that most of us would be used to, like Cuphead, for example. Uh, it's a difficult game, but most of us can play through it. And then, like you know, there's some people that you know, like they don't know how to get through the tutorial levels. Or I think it was po- I don't remember. It was either The Verge or Polygon. They uploaded a video on how to build a PC, and they were heavily criticized for uh, building it poorly. And I mean, yeah, I get like there's things like that that cause a huge disconnect, but I mean, is there? I I don't know, but it we could be. I mean, I mean, like there's always a huge disconnect. I mean, look at like the same thing happened in cinema. People, uh, the critics hated uh, the the recent Godzilla movie, but we the audience love the hell out of it. I mean, personally for me, I feel like there's very lacking there. I still enjoy the hell out of that movie. Yeah, I mean, I can tell you right now. Me and Joey were jamming, in, jamming at the end of the credits when they started playing uh, Lewis or Col- a cover of Lewis or Cole's Godzilla. We were like, "What is that? Oh shit! They put it in!" Uh, oh. Yeah, yeah, no, it was definitely, it, yeah, it, 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 it was very, it was a very sort of like I guess more fan oriented film. I guess like it was sort of like something like a lot of. It was a film that a lot of Godzilla fans were like, "Oh, this is nice." Sure, there's definitely some parts that were lacking that I'm pretty sure the critics, you know, were were foaming at the mouth at about. But I mean, you know, for for a giant monster movie, that's just how it is sometimes. Oh, yeah, they dropped in like Easter egg or like nods to like the original film, like like the originally called Ghidorah Monster Zero. And if you're a big fan like I am, that was one of his original name, one of his names in one of the. Older Godzilla films and Godzilla vs. Monster Zero, yada yada yada. I can go on and such. But you know, you're right. There's always gonna be huge. There can always be huge disconnect. Yeah, like like there's always a disconnect. Like regardless of where you'll be, it could be in like the world of books, world of cinema, especially in the world of games. Yeah, I'll give you an example like this. Um, Angry Joe, who's like known for his for his game reviews, my biggest disconnect when he was talking shit about Street Fighter Five. Don't get me wrong, I agree with those those um uh, criticisms, but it was still a, hev- a super fun game for me. And I don't blame the developers for focusing so much on the competitive side because at the same time, the competitive guys are your target audience because they're the ones that are going to continue to come through your game. Mm-hmm. Or, like, or with me, uh, with the, the angry video game nerd, he did an episode of Mega Man and says he didn't like Mega Man, and he didn't think it was a very good game. I could disagree with him. I like Mega Man Legends. But, you know, that, that's just his opinion. Uh, he wasn't a fan of Legends. I'm a fan of Legends, but, you know, I mean, you don't have to agree with everything. Like, I mean, just because this one guy says, I like this, but you don't like it, doesn't discredit everything that he's, uh, you know, the person says. And that's, that's, and that's the thing we need to, like, clarify, because... You know, a lot of people feel betrayed by the Game Awards with like the Last of Us 2 one. And I don't think it's I don't think it's a betrayal, I think it's just their honest take on the game. 
because when it came out, a lot of reviewers gave it fairly well praise. And oftentimes, you know, critics see it in a way that we don't see it. And there'll always be people that, you know, that speak for us that see it the way we see it. But at the same time, we can't disassociate with from what they see. Yeah, sometimes some reviewers are hacked, but, you know, they usually have some sort of level of understanding of the games. Do you have anything to say? No, I think it, all the points you guys have met, said are pretty, like, good points to make. Like, obviously, I, 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 I'm reminded of the uh, quote that a lot of people sort of uh, use, especially one of my friends that I knew well in college, uh, uh, from Ratatouille about the food critic and his sort of thing of being like, critics often have like the easiest job in the world where we can just sort of critique things. But it's sort of just saying, going off the lines of like, perhaps, but for most people, even like the most, like, I, I don't exactly remember the, the quote per se, but basically he was pointing out like, what we say sometimes won't matter to people because for them, something that we could perceive as like garbage is to them like you know something truly amazing for them which is fine you know that's you know that it's your opinion at the end of the day of what you like what you don't like so yeah i think in the end i think that's what people need to learn from these sort of award shows things is that these guys like they aren't going to always conform to what you think uh deserves to be the winners in these categories and if you, you know, if you disagree, you know, then you just have to sort of understand that you have differing opinions, and that's all. And I will say this, if we were to do this again, we're probably not going to have this kind of discussion, but I think it's just because of this, because of how The Last of Us came out, that they had, that we couldn't just ignore. <laughs> you know, see the bad rap, it's the bad rap for a lot of people, that's how it is. Uh, we can't ignore <laughs> The, the the criticism that the award that we received, but you know, uh, I mean, I still enjoyed the the awards. Um, it was a lot of fun to see the new game. Um, some of the games I feel might have been snubbed. That some of the games felt with the reward. But I think it, overall it was a good showcase. Uh, what do you guys think? I thought the, this year's game awards was solid. Um, well, like obviously, like I, you know, like uh, thought all of the winners, you know. You definitely deserve those wins. I will say the the announcements and various reveals of things uh, were honestly all right. Um, the Smash reveal obviously being the best, and we start right at, we start the show right with it, um, which uh, yeah, uh, I think it's sort of just I won't lie, like for me that's where like the announcement peaked, and everything else. And don't get me wrong, Perfect Dark is nice, but it's a CG trailer. Um, the new, like, that new sort of Left 4 Dead, like, spiritual successor, Back of Blood, looks nice, but, it, you know, it's, you know, it's whatever. Um, the new Mass Effect being in development uh, is just the funniest thing to me, because, like, just the phrasing of, like, you know, like, Mass Effect will continue, it, it's just sort of, like, Man, people really thought Mass Effect was dead. Andromeda. Like, they really, like, I don't know. I just find that just so funny. That's like, don't worry, guys. Mass Effect is still alive, all right? Just please, please don't think it's dead. Please don't think it's dead. We're still here. 
Listen, we're making the new Dragon Age. We're going to fix Anthem, hopefully, maybe. Andromeda was just a fluke. Don't worry about it. I don't know. It's just very funny to me. Okay, what are your thoughts on uh, the Game Awards before we go? Uh, I thought it was all right as well. Um, uh, much better than last year because um, uh, there wasn't as much ads as there were last year compared to uh, this year. And yeah, uh, like I said, like some choices for the awards, uh, they I would agree with. I thought it was fine. Um, I still think Doom Eternal would have should have at least won one award. Didn't have to be Game of the Year. Could have been of audio or soundtrack, but but in the end, like I thought it was pretty alright. Yeah, and I agree. And who knows? Maybe next year will be a lot more exciting. We got what uh, Rising Zero Dawn two. God of War 2, Halo Infinite, mm-hmm. uh, Resident Evil Village, uh, Battle Wonderworld, uh, hopefully the Breath of the Wild sequel, No More Heroes 3. Yeah, next year is, run- is running up to be a good year. Yeah. It's going to be packed like for, for like big budget games and stuff. And, you know, yeah, the, the Game Awards next year will probably be there's going to be a ton of competition there. I can already tell. And who knows what might be next, the year after. I mean, heck, uh, Cyberpunk will probably be in contention. Although, given how rocky the launch has been, it might have uh, handed some of its chances. I mean, maybe we'll see some surprises. I mean, Persona 5 Strikers coming out this February, maybe we'll see that for best action game. Who knows, we might have more fighting games to be announced than that does. It'll be years five. Yeah, like, I mean, maybe, like, Ark has another game coming up, you know. You know, again, they're still working on Dragon Ball Fighters. Maybe they're working on another IP. Another, hopefully, one that is bizarre. Maybe, maybe, maybe Capcom will come back in the Marvel versus Capcom game. I mean, yeah, like, we're seeing, you know, like, um... One up arcade re-releasing all the classic Marvel fighting games like Marvel Superheroes, Marvel vs. Capcom, X Men vs. Street Fighter. So there's some kind of relationship going on. So hopefully, we can see something more come out, you know, outside of the arcade machines. I will say that was my one disappointment because the the constant joke I've been making for all of 2020 has been like because because of those arcade machines. I'm like, listen, Marvel two. HD re-release on that on current gen and next gen systems. Come on, Capcom, please, please. And you know it's December, and well, nothing. I mean, who knows? We have an Evo tournament for Marvel Two, and they weren't gonna do anything for Marvel Two in some form. I mean, who knows? I mean, crazy stuff happened. I mean. We thought Scott Pilgrim would never come back after the weird legal limbo between Universal, the author, and Ubisoft. But it's coming back this January. Uh, they talked it out, and they got they got to uh, bring it back. So who knows? Like, I mean, there's always surprising things ahead of us. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's true. And anyways, I think this is a good spot to end it. Um, thank you guys for checking us out, thinking about hearing our reactions to the Game Awards. Um, if you enjoyed our last episode. I'm pretty sure you enjoyed this episode. Um, and Bob, we were centered a lot more on the uh, um, on how the Last of Us 2 is actually winning the Game Award. And 
reaction to that. Yeah, but you know, it's something I thought I would really talk about. Um, um, if you enjoy this, please follow us on social media through our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter accounts at the Eternians. If you follow us on Instagram, you'll find a link for you to where you can hear us on different podcasts. If that's like a podcast, Google Podcast, you can listen to us on Pandora, um, Pandora, Spotify, all that good stuff. And there's also a link to our YouTube where you can comment, like, and subscribe and get to see our lovely faces whenever you hear us talk. And be sure to let us know what we can do there as well. And you can support us through Patreon. We have a Patreon set up just in case you guys want to support us. Anything is how anything you provide is great for us. There's a lot of stuff we want to do with. Really, we're going to need some uh, some dope for that. And if you don't, it's fine too. And yeah, I think that's about it. Uh, we had a lot of fun with the Game Awards. Uh, we might be able to chunk out a couple more episodes before the end of the year, before we get to our New Year and Christmas break. But aside from that, uh, I'm glad you guys were able to check us out and listen to us. Um, let's say our goodbyes. Daniel, turn us off. This was the Geeks of Cheerians. Uh, I am Daniel. It's me, Joe. And it's me, the little boy, Eli. And as Daniel said, we have the Geeks of Cheerians. And if you guys enjoyed, peace.